Hey, what's up, everybody? It's another episode of the All Punked Up Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Winters. Guys, before we get going, it should be noted that September is Suicide Awareness Month. And Allie, I think you wanted to say a little something about that. I did. You are correct. Hello, listeners. I hope you're doing well. Um, as Tyler just mentioned, yes, su- uh, September is Suicide Awareness Month. And today, the day that we are recording is specifically Suicide Prevention Day. Um, I know that many people have been struggling these past couple of months with mental health because, you know, the world is a a dumpster fire right now due to the pandemic and, you know, systemic injustice and pay gaps and stuff. It's just, it's a mess. Okay. And it, you know, it hits your mental health and it, you know, makes you feel like there is no hope, no end in sight for a positive, like, world. And I know that that's really hard because I feel that every day. And I'm sure many of the people in this podcast episode with me feel the same way. Um, And we at APU just wanted to let you know, our listeners, that we love you. We cherish you. You're not alone. Um, This is something that we can get through together. And it's going to be okay. Maybe not, you know, in an hour, maybe not tomorrow, but eventually. And the goal is to just make it to eventually. And we can do that with the power of friendship, with the power of respect, with the power of acceptance, and with, of course, the power of good pop punk music. So we at APU are here for you. Um, in the description box for the YouTube video and on our website, we're going to put um, some resources and hotlines. You know, if you ever feel like you need them. They are there, and if you know somebody that you feel like might need them, please, please, please share them. Thank you so much. Well said, Allie. Thank you for saying that. And to all our listeners, everyone, and I mean everyone deserves happiness, even you. If you're going through something, please utilize the resources Allie mentioned. Um, we will be providing those resource links in the show notes, so definitely look for them there. Okay, let's go ahead and get going today. Uh, we've got Allie, John, and Bailey sitting in on this episode. We, of course, are going to talk about some news and play a game a little bit later called What Song Does This Blink-182 Lyric Come From? I'm going to lose. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm 100% winning. Yeah, my confidence is an all-time high for this game. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. So definitely, yeah. guys, be sure to stick around until the end for that one. But before we get to all that, let's do our normal quick little check-ins. What's everybody been up to this last week? Well, you know, as usual, I will plug my not-named band. Well, it does have a name. I'm just not going to put it into this podcast. Um, <laughs> we finished recording everything. Yay! So uh, next week, we're just going to comp everything. And, you know, we're going to see how much of this we can mix ourselves. And then we're going to send it off to get mixed and mastered by somebody that uh, knows what they're doing. <laughs> so <laughs> Hopefully, right? Um, you know, and then I've just been listening to a lot of podcasts and uh, listening to my sister's classes because she sits literally across from me every day. So that's what I've been up to. Awesome. Bailey, what about you, man? I... As much as a uh, Blink-182 fan, I'm also a diehard Story of the Year fan, and they just uh, came out with their uh, their own podcast, and uh, it was a very large portion of uh, my adolescence, and a very I, I didn't realize how much that music shaped me until I got back into listening to it, and uh, it's just really exciting. So sorry to plug another podcast, but uh, 
Oof, the Page Avenue crew, they uh, they have all my attention this week. Yeah, man, uh, I'm definitely going to check that out. I did post something on the All Punked Up uh, site about that announcement. And like you, Story of the Year was a big influence on me way back when. You know what their best album is? Uh, Assassins, Live in the Lou? Yes, yes. Yeah, I was there. So good. Yeah. Uh, if you uh, are pumped about their influences, they actually have an episode titled Influences. And there's things that I didn't realize were in there. Um, I mean, like, saves the day. Like, I had no idea that they were an influence on them. And they even talk about Blink's live album. And, uh, again, sorry to plug it on the show, but it was just so uh, formulative to uh, to the to what I'm doing now and what I was doing then. And it's just uh, – I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I definitely have to check that out. And, and don't feel sorry to plug Story of the Year. They're They're awesome. Yeah, seriously. Shout out story of the year. So this last week, um, I think I mentioned a couple weeks ago that I've been working on skateboarding. Uh, I've started picking that up at mm-hmm. 34 years old. So I've been working on my skills a little bit this week. Um, I'm getting a lot more comfortable riding the board. Um, Are you drinking lots of milk? I'm afraid about your bones. No, I'm di- not. Milk is disgusting. <laughs> we do. It, milk is disgusting. I hate the whole concept of uh Cow's milk. We do almond milk in this house. So just for the respectable. I I respect that. Did I say an animal? Did I say it's just vitamin D, right? You got to get that D to make your bones bones strong. You're right. You're right, Bailey. But yeah, I've only fallen once uh, so far, but uh, I'm definitely getting comfortable riding on the board. So I went ahead and started to learn how to ollie this week. Um, So it's hard, but I'm, you know, I'm getting there. And right now I can get the board in the air somewhat consistently, but it's just a matter of getting it, you know, leveled out when I come down. So, so a little work in progress, but we're getting there. All those skateboard videos, all those tricks are tried a thousand times and they're only filmed once. So you let (laughs) me know. We'll spend the whole day with the camera and we're going to get that badass trick. All right. Yeah, totally. The skaters in front of my building, I see them fall down all of the time, but they get back up. And they just yeah. do it again. That's right. And then right. when they finally get it, they're like, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, and I've seen Tony Hawk fall many times. So, yeah. There you go. All right, John, what about you, man? I know you had a battle with the coronavirus uh, yes. last week or the week before. So can you maybe talk about that? What was that like for you? What were your symptoms? Um, Are you good now? Mostly, yeah, I'm, I'm great now. I'm basically out of quarantine. I'm back home finally which is great. It's been over 10 days. Did a lot of research on it while I was in quarantine, actually. So you're only contagious. I think it was three days before or after you first show symptoms. So I'm feeling a lot better. It was mostly just body aches, you know, the cold sweats and not feeling good in general. Your chest kind of hurts and a lot of soups and Vicks Vapor Rub is all I got to say. But yeah, I'm feeling a lot better. Thank God I'm not alone anymore because isolation did suck. It was kind of like a heavy thing. I can't imagine what people in hospitals are feeling like. So, oh man, yeah. But um, I'm feeling a lot better. My time in quarantine kind of like allowed me to be a little creative, and I started dabbling off with uh, GarageBand, recording some you know fun little demos and stuff. So that was kind of fun. So, yeah. So overall, you know, I'm doing better. I'm glad I'm healthy. Sorry, I can't say that for a lot of other people in the United States right now, currently with coronavirus, but um, I'm glad I'm healthy. I'm, you know, thank God I'm living. <laughs> well, we're happy that you're feeling better too, man. I, I, I was thinking it. about you that whole week, so. Thank you. All right, guys, I think we can go ahead and, and get to the news. 
I want to start off first with asking Allie a question since she's working on a new album. Uh, Allie, does your band have an extra $800 lying around? <laughs> no. Well, if you did, did you know you can have Sleeping with Sirens singer Kellen Quinn guest and provide vocals on one of your songs? What? Yeah, that's so his rate? that's his rate. Just 800 bucks. Apparently, there's this site called Featured X that's yeah. featured in the letter X, mm-hmm. where you can book a feature with your favorite artist for the price the artist lists. Uh, I did check out the site earlier today, and some notable names include Shane Told of Silverstein, AJ Perdomo of The Dangerous Summer, Chris Freeman from Hot Mulligan, Ali Baxter from Broadside, Brendan Murphy of Counterparts, and quite a few others. So it's pretty cool stuff. I know I would have probably used this option had we had money when I was in a band many, many years ago. Man, I remember the first time I saw it, I was AJ Perdomo's uh, Instagram. He was promoting it and I was just like, what? This is going to blow up. This is going to blow up real quick. And then lo and behold, now weeks later, we have freaking Kellen Quinn doing $800 a feature. <laughs> yeah, there's some people that charge upwards of one thousand and maybe two thousand dollars. Oh my god! Who is charging that much? <laughs> I can't oh remember. Gosh. I'd have to refer to Google. an article to to look that up. But there is somebody on there that's charging that much. But AJ from the Dangerous Summers is only charging three hundred. Oh. So if that's bad. in the budget. I could maybe yeah. AJ, hit me up. I'll send you three hundred bucks. We, you can be on the uh, my band's EP if you want to. <laughs> no, <laughs> Allie, if it, it's if you want to. If I want it. I, I honestly, yeah. What I'm thinking, the first time I heard this news, the first thing I thought of was someone taking one for the team. Say Tom DeLong gets, you know, does this. Send him some, you know, demos or your version, your cover of some songs on Blink's album 9. Have Tom sing on it. <laughs> Take that, put Mark back in it. I'm just saying. It's an alternate universe waiting to happen. Someone should take one for the team and definitely do that. That'd be phenomenal. That would be wild. <laughs> I would I would have to not eat or buy like buy groceries or use my electricity <laughs> for like a while. I feel, that. I feel that. Yeah. If you're in a band and looking at getting someone to guest on your song, you may want to check uh, that site out. Um, if you're curious, it's featuredx.com. So, and Featured X is not sponsoring this podcast episode, by the way. No, they are not. But there. you know, we we should have them on. We should have the founders on as a guest. That might be a good idea. If I may, we talk strategy for just a second. Okay, so if you have a whole album, and I'm I'm just using this and spitballing, and I don't want any bad things to happen to animals, but if you have an album that just sounds like a cat's getting beaten, it's like all your songs are just cats screeching. <laughs> And then there's one song with a celebrity on there. Someone's going to buy that album just for the song with a celebrity, but that celebrity's not going on tour with you. Those cats are. <laughs> oh, definitely they not. Need to figure out what the strategy is. I'm all about collaboration. It's exciting. Also, these artists get to keep, I'm hoping, all the revenue. <laughs> they're making like nickels for, for their albums right now. Mm-hmm. So I'll play devil's advocate and I'll say this is really exciting. One that you get to collaborate with either your uh, your idol 
or your counterpart or what if someone is absolutely amazing but doesn't have a shot to share their voice with somebody else and this is like american idol minus the uh going through the 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 ropes of of being selected and you just say hey i've got enough capital to make one song with this person and i'm hoping that that would take an independent original artist and have a duet with someone that's that's worth um uh, spending that money on so i think this is great yeah, I think that this will be a really great opportunity for like bands that are at the cusp of like stardom. They, they just need that one little like nudge, you know, and this, you know, website could potentially do that. Could be that nudge to like get into a mainstream or just a bigger audience in general. But what if they take you on tour? What if they love your voice so much that they invite your band? Oh, wow. That would be. <laughs> Guys, I have and it costs you eight hundred bucks to do that, or three hundred. I have a bright future ahead of me if that's the case. (laughs) You still have a bright future, no matter. I mean, yes, I know, but like that would be a very bright future. If I could get Mark Hoppus on a single Garage Band track of mine, I would take a few months of living in the streets so I can show my kids me singing with Mark Hoppus one day. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. It would be worth it. (laughs) Holy shit! Take out a bank loan. (laughs) <laughs> can you imagine paying interest on that <laughs> go and walk into the bank so what's this for i want to do a song with mark hoppus do you guys think you can help me well, is this gonna be approved <laughs> yes 13 percent interest you'd have to go to one of those payday loan places though oh god i love it also, Payday Loans is not sponsoring this podcast episode. No, also not. And I, honest, I honestly, I don't know how I would feel if they were a sponsor. <laughs> I don't think I would allow them to be a sponsor. Thank you very much. All right. So, FeaturedX.com, guys. Definitely check it out. If you are in a band and you have some money and you're interested in getting one of your favorite artists to guest on one of your songs. Yeah. All right. So, I'm sure some of you have seen in the news that... The Sturgis Motorcycle Rally is now linking to over 250,000 cases of COVID-19. The rally included concerts from Smash Mouth, Trapped, Quiet Riot, and a few other shitty bands. Of it course also, Trapped was there. Yeah, of course Trapped was there. It also brought a total of 500,000 people out between the dates of August 7th and 16th. I'm not at all surprised by this, though. Anytime you get a bunch of drunk people together who aren't wearing masks in the middle of a pandemic, this is what you can expect to see. I mean, I honestly don't think there is uh, really much to talk about with this, but I did want to go ahead and share this as it's important to note. Right. Yeah. It's just dumb. Like, why, guys? Like, you know how last episode I was just talking about how I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed? Right. This is another one of those moments where I'm just like, God, guys... Well, what are you to doing? Be, to be honest, I wouldn't expect anything less from Sturgis, I wouldn't, So I wouldn't expect anything less from Trapped. Those guys, Jesus. Well, like um, Ron Winter said of the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, he said these bands who are making these appearances and doing these concerts during a pandemic when they know they shouldn't, they're getting paid triple the amount they <laughs> normally would. So money's talking. That's all that is. Might as well just call it blood money at this point. Well, for real. People are dying. I'm, Stop it. I'm really excited because I'm a father, and I get to have these conversations with my two-year-old, mm-hmm. and we wear adventure masks, and <laughs> we wash our hands when we go places, when we explore. And if 
these simple tips or, or, uh, if this can't be taught or, or shared with a person that is over two years old and they feel that they're more powerful than, than what's happening, then this is a teachable moment. What did we learn? I think we should have already learned. I think everyone should have already learned. But if, if you're mentally strong enough to say, I'm going to beat this and I don't need this, then you know what? You take a chance. They're grown folks. They can do what they want to do. And now, they made they no they made a bad decision not just for them but for their family and for all mm-hmm. the people that they've been hanging out with. So this is a teachable moment. Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. My, my two year old. Yeah. He's like adventure mask. We go. We wear. Yes. Yes. We do. <laughs> do That's adorable. You, does your two year old have a washing hand song that they do? Like, do they have like a? Remember how in earlier in the pandemic there was a lot of like wash hand diagrams and it would be like sing this song while you're washing your hands. Do you remember that? Yeah, there was like sing happy birthday twice or something was one of them. <laughs> we do, I, remember, I remember one of them was I write sins not tragedy. <laughs> I just scream family reunion by blink from the top of my lungs whenever I wash my hands <laughs> in my kitchen. My mom peers over the corner thinking I'm, something's wrong with me. Like, no, mom, just making sure I'm clean. We're good. <laughs> he picks his favorite uh, word with each letter, and it takes enough time to go through because I don't let him cheat anymore by saying Apple. It's like astronaut or aardvark, or you know, we got to go way far out there. Yeah, got okay. It. So you do. So you do the ABC song, and he has to say a, a word that goes with A and B and yeah. C and so yeah. on. He used to have. We have all the puzzles, and he's memorized all the puzzles. And I say, no, no. I said, we get. We got to go back. What are you going to say for A? It's not A apple or C carrot. It's like cheddar or catastrophe or Constantinople. Wow, nice. Way far up. <laughs> Your kid's going to have a great vocabulary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously. Bailey, I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> sorry. This is actually my first time ever talking to Bailey, and he's already one of the funniest people I've ever met. <laughs> oh, man. Just wait till you get him off air. Oh, oh. boy. <laughs> so, speaking of holding concerts in the middle of a pandemic, Emo Night Brooklyn was planning on holding an indoor concert. At the time of this recording, which is Thursday, September 10th, they did come out and announced that they were canceling the plans to hold that event. Uh, it was set to take place on September 11th. Initially, the organizers announced across their social media platforms, they said, calling all OKC emos, join us this Friday. We believe the party can continue safely. This venue will not exceed 50% capacity. Temperatures will be checked at the door and mask wearing will be required. Please contact the venue for more info on safety protocols. When I read this, along with many other people, as Twitter was exploding, I just thought, you know, what the hell? I mean, I get that we all want concerts and normalcy to return, but come on. We all know that this cannot work right now during a pandemic. We just talked about Sturgis. They knew about Sturgis. They had to have heard about it. All the music publications were talking about it. What were they thinking? I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Obviously, like myself included, like we're looking to figure out what the new normal is going to look like in the entertainment, in the entertainment sphere. And I think, you know, when an opportunity has a glimmer of, you know, potential, I think 
you know, as of late, people have been jumping on it instead of and and being impulsive about it instead of really thinking it through and being like, wait, is this something that can actually happen safely? Uh, am I rushing it? Should we just wait until in in my mind, I think we should just wait until a vaccine that hasn't been rushed. Like we should wait until that happens before we even think about having concerts and indoor events with that many people in close proximity. I understand if like maybe they had kind of a procedure that they wanted to go with. And I'm sure that in theory, the procedure to make sure it was like safe and, you know, clean and whatever was like great in theory, but in practice, I mean, I'm sure most of us here have been to an emo night like mm-hmm. in practice, those things, once you get in and the people are into the music, there are no rules. Like, there are you know, no it's, it is very hard to have a socially distanced mosh pit. It's very hard to make sure your face mask, at least in when I imagine it, it would be very hard to keep a face mask on when you're in the middle of jumping up and down to, you know, dear Maria, and all of a sudden somebody smacks you in the face. Like, it's just like, it's just not something that in practice that would work. And I understand, I, I, you know, appreciate the sentiment behind it all, because they just want, they just want things to be normal. But like, guys, no. It's just so naive. Yeah. Like, to think people are actually going to follow through, like, they, I think they were envisioning this perfect world where Everyone's six feet apart. Everyone's just listening to the music and their masks are on. You know damn well that once people go in there, they're mm-hmm. not having their masks on. They're going to be jumping around, acting like animals. And it's who's going to stop them? The three security guards? Come on. It just rubs me off the wrong way because, I mean, if I can contract it by going to a grocery store, you know, where I'm being cautious, so many more people are going to get it in that environment where they're sweaty they're breathing all heavy, screaming out the lyrics to songs, probably not wearing masks. Like, it's just so naive and irresponsible. But, I mean, I'm glad they called it off and they yeah. realized what they were doing. Yeah, I'm you, glad that they came to their senses. You know when the perfect time, when it's okay for concerts to start opening up? Mm-hmm. It's when the experts tell us we don't need to be wearing masks anymore. Yeah, listen to exactly. science. Science, guys. Raise listen your hand to if you science. Have a phone. Who's got a smartphone? I do. Have your own damn EMO night in a closet by yourself. Hey, I have a ra- I have random EMO nights in like the afternoon it's when fine. Victoria's done with do class. You. But just you do you. Yeah. Do what you need. EMO nights. EMO nights every night. Yeah. Seriously, I'm sad all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> you can have an EMO Zoom night any night that you want. Yep. Any exactly. Yeah. Don't go public yet. Not yet. Yep. Exactly. Don't cost nothing. Maybe a Spotify like membership, but you know, whatever. <laughs> All right. Finally, for our last piece of news, I feel like this is becoming quite the trend, unfortunately, as we keep talking about new allegations of misconduct from within the scene. Well, now we have a new one. This time it involves Never Kept and Sleep On It. And Sleep On It has since uh, decided to break up because of the allegations. But Ali, I think you have more on this. Yeah, so last week, if you spend way too much time on Twitter, like I do, and, you know, saw Twitter explode yet again, uh, you would have noticed that Sleep On It decided to break up um, because of, uh, as Tyler said, allegations against the band and 
poor treatment of fans, poor treatment of their significant others. They've decided to take accountability for their actions and have decided to break up and work on themselves, you know, whatever that means, whether that's trying to find a way to make amends or reparations for the people that have come out against them, whether that's, you know, whatever. It's going to be up to the band to decide what that looks like. And then today, Never Kept, who went on tour with Sleep On It back in February, also put out a statement today um, saying that they've parted ways with their lead singer, Dorian, who also put out a separate statement saying that he apologizes for how long it has taken to break his silence over the past two weeks and that he wanted to handle the situation carefully and he's going to take responsibility for the things that he has done, um, but is going to get together with, uh, from my understanding, a legal team to fight the charges against him that he claims are false. So yeah, uh, that being said, if you want to read Never Kept's statement and Dorian's statement, they're on Twitter.com. I'm not going to sit here and regurgitate everything that they said word for word. This is just a brief, brief sum up. APU wants to do a more in-depth conversation about, honestly, everything that's been happening since March. Um, because this is a really important conversation to have. And myself... Natalie and Julia, the three of us want to have a conversation talking about kind of what's been going on in the scene, like a recap since then, and talk about like what this means for the scene, how fans are reacting to it, how we as like women are are reacting to this kind of stuff. Um, Yeah, so keep your eyes peeled for that. So that's that situation. I do, Tyler, if it's okay with you. Um, I do want to, like, talk about something that's related to this and kind of the coverage that's been happening with, you know, the sexual assault allegations on social media and the press, if that's okay with you. Yeah, go for it. All right, cool. Like I said, this is something that's been really bothering me these past couple of weeks, months, you know, kind of a while So, like I said, we've seen these last few months a bunch of bands break up, members leave or get kicked out, and many, many statements have been released regarding past actions. And, you know, it's true that the statements and cases in the media so far have been a mixed bag of, you know, true stories that were verified, false claims, and up-in-the-air accounts that remain alleged but not proven and remain unaddressed. It's been a mixed bag of stuff, and I'm sure all three of you can agree with me that it's really hard to investigate these kinds of cases, and it's really hard for fans to have a solid perception on what's going on Mm -hmm. because it's complicated and we don't know all the details. But I think one thing is clear is just we have a toxicity issue in the scene. Um, And what I mean by the scene, I mean not only the pop punk scene, the alternative music scene. I mean, we have a toxicity issue in the entertainment industry and in the nation at large. And I, I really can't stress how important it is to discuss this problem and actively change the culture. I am, (laughs) I realize I, I am so exhausted of hearing 
I've been having a lot of, I've been like the go-to person for a lot of my friends to talk about this situation because, of course, like I'm a, I'm a media person working in this scene and I get a bunch of messages that are like, oh my god, there's gonna be no bands left by the end of this. Oh god, I can't be, I can't see another band break up. I'm just like getting really tired of a bunch of my white straight male friends saying that they're sick of the quote unquote drama that's happening online. And they just like don't want to go on social media anymore because of how heated it can get and how upset it makes them feel. And it's okay to feel that way. I'm not, you know, diminishing or disregarding their feelings. How you feel is how you feel. And I respect that. I get that social media is a very toxic place. And I know hearing about yet another band or artist getting outed for allegedly doing something illicit can be soul crushing because it's been soul crushing for me over and over again. Because I was also a fan of a lot of these bands and feel very conflicted on how I feel now. And I'm sure the three of you can agree as well. Um, But, you know, the, the, the sad thing is and like. Here's the other thing, too. I know that a lot of us have either interviewed people or met people that we were fans of. And some of my friends have toured with these bands or uh, worked with them at some capacity. But the thing is, like, this is the world we live in now. And it sucks that this is the reality, but it is. It's 2020. And if you choose to ignore the problem, you choose to not help change the scene and its behavior. And at this rate, silence helps no one. I'm especially frustrated not only as a woman and as someone who has experienced assault and harassment on numerous occasions, because I don't have the luxury to just ignore things like this. And I know other women, men, trans people and non-binary individuals who have experienced the same things as I feel the same way. I saw a statistic the other day, according to RAIN, which is the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network, that as of 2018, one out of every six American women has been a victim of attempted or completed assault in her lifetime. And 3% of American men have experienced an attempt or completed assault in their lifetime as well. And a majority of women, a majority of child victims are 12 to 17. And it's just frustrating to me that a bunch of people will complain about how they just there's so much drama happening and choose to just avoid the issue and choose to just do whatever they do to ignore it when it's so clearly happening. What I want to do, I'm just asking whoever is listening to this, not as a survivor or a woman, but as a human being, please cut the shit and open your eyes to what's happening. If you've been an ally in the fight for a safe scene thus far, thank you. Please, like, seriously, thank you, because we need more positive influences in the scene. The three people in this podcast with me, I view as positive male influences for the scene. And I hope that, you know, other people can look up to them and see what they're doing and, you know, spread that positivity, spread that influence and make the scene better. But if you haven't joined yet, like, we have space for you. The decision is yours to join, please. So I'm going to get off my soapbox now. That was awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Allie. Yeah, thanks, Allie. We're going to take a quick break.
we are back. Okay, are you guys ready? We're ready. All right. <laughs> we are going to play What Song Does This Blink-182 Lyric Come From? The rules are simple. I'm going to read a lyric from a Blink-182 song, and you are going to tell me what song that lyric comes from. You will have to write down your answers on a piece of paper. I'll give you 10 seconds to answer. Once the 10 seconds is up, you'll reveal your answers and we'll either tell you good job or laugh at your answer. You guys ready? Yep. Okay. First lyric. What lyric does this song belong to? I guess this is growing up. Just write it down. 10 seconds. 100%. Easy. And time. All right, let's reveal the answers. Everybody got damn it. The answer <laughs> is damn it. <laughs> Everybody scores. That means I can mess point. up all the other ones. Because that's the only one I can. All right, so we are tied. Second song. Second lyric. Watching. Waiting. Commiserating. Why do I? I know the, I know the song. A laptop. Laptop. Victoria, be quiet. My, my Discord is like going off right now. Well, I guess I need to go ahead and start the timer. So timer I know started. I'm like watching, waiting, commiserating. Oh wait. That should give it away for you right away. No, time. Oh, bad. I can't write. I'm so bad at names. All right, put them up. Bailey with all the small things. John with all the small things. Allie with all the small things. Right, it is go. all the small things. I would have been so disappointed. I'm just waiting I for a, a lyric. I'm just waiting for a lyric off nine to come up and no one get it. I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Okay, lyric number three. We are tied at two, by the way. Three-way tie at two. Nice. All right, lyric number three. And we'll have Halloween on Christmas, and in the night we'll wish this never ends. Very nasally track we got there for Tom. <laughs> All right, put them up if you got them. Easy. Everybody did not need the timer on that one. Everybody guessed I miss you, and that is correct. Where are you? Man, a three-way tie. Sorry. I was just going to say, yed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That would have worked perfectly. That would have done it justice. That would have been great. Okay. Yeah. Lyric number four. Are we ready? Yeah. Okay. This place was never the same again. After you came and went. Ten seconds. Uh, and time. I, Reveal. I, I, I don't I don't know. Allie wrote nothing. Yeah. John uh, wrote feeling this. And ooh. Allie with Apple more. shampoo going way back. Ooh. That was one of my favorite bridges of all time. The so. correct song is Feeling This, so John Ooh. takes the lead. All right. All right, so John has four, Bailey and Allie with three. All right, lyric number five. She's the one, she'll always be there. She took my hand, and that made it, I swear. Five seconds. 
I don't know, guys. Allie. I'm, guys, I told you, I'm really bad with names. I don't. Bailey and John both wrote down The Rock Show, and that is correct. It is The Rock (laughs) Show. And you have one of those all punked up tees, the girl from The Rock Show, Allie. (laughs) All right. I'm so bad at names, guys. I don't think you understand. (laughs) I don't think you understand. (laughs) Okay. Sixth song. So we've got John with five, Bailey with four, Allie with three. Number six, I'm not worthy for a minute of your time. What song? Ten seconds, starting now. Oh, wait. I know the rest of the lyric. I don't know the name of the song. And It's time. like, when you smile, I melt inside. I'm not worthy for a minute of your time. Yep. yep. Oh, I don't know the name. First day. Well, you ran out of time, Allie. And half a point for knowing the rest of the lyric. John wrote down first date, and Bailey wrote down first date, so they both got a point. Okay, so John has six, has not missed one yet, Bailey with five, Allie with three. So this is the last one. Bailey, you need to get this one, and John needs to miss it for the tiebreaker. John, if you get it, you win. Okay, and I feel like you're going to get it. I wore cologne to get the feeling right. Oh, Ten man. seconds. Nope. For real, Allie? Yeah, I'm... <laughs> Guys, Very I don't think you understand time. how bad I am with names. John and Bailey both wrote down, what's my age again? That is correct. Woo! John, you are the winner. <laughs> Let's give him a round of applause, everybody. Thank you, everybody. I told myself I wouldn't blunder on this one from the beginning. I'm very happy I won that. I didn't mess up. That would <laughs> yeah, be very I'm proud of I am proud of you, John. Well, and- no offense to Allie, but I figured John or Bailey would have won this one. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're completely. I as soon as this game was announced, I was like, damn. I'm. <laughs> if it was if it was complete the lyric, fine. I can I know lyrics. I know how songs go. Do I know the names? Nope. That will be good. Maybe we will do um, a complete the lyric one next time. Ooh, okay. That'd be good. Cool. I'd like to say for the uh, Are We Alone, Can You Feel It? I thought it was I'll Eat Jello Off You Naked. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. I'll eat Jello Off You Naked. I was hoping. But it was I love that. I Such love that. It's a weird, that. weird band. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, John, sorry we don't have anything for you except bragging rights. So That's all right. I'll that. t- I'll- I will take bragging rights when it comes to Blink-182. Mark Hobbs hit me. Seriously. Be on my song. (laughs) All right, guys. That'll do it. Thanks so much for listening and hanging out with us. Help support this podcast by liking, subscribing, and following this channel. Tell all your friends and spread the word. We're on all major podcast streaming platforms, so follow or subscribe there as well. So thanks again, and remember, spread love. Peace. Bye, guys. Love you.